Hey guys, how are you? Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to an episode of the Little Miss Nobody Knows podcast. I'm Little Miss Nobody Knows. Uh, let's get to it. Today is uh, Wednesday, November the 16th, is it? It is the 16th. It is uh, about 5.15 p.m. Uh, and um, I, I mentioned it in probably the last two uh, episodes because it was a you know part one and part two was a series um and i have been toiling with it actually because i'm like man i, I mean and, and i try to come kind of from the hip when i'm inspired sometimes i write down the episodes and i try to give myself a uh, script um but other times i just come from the hip when i'm feeling super inspired and i just saw a video uh, where Trevor Noah is talking about men and intimacy, which coincides with the article that I read from Psychology Today that was released in the last, mm, I don't know, either six months or maybe a year or so ago. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I do believe and understand that it is somewhat uh, recent. Uh, called The Rise of Single Lonely Men. Um, and you know, I thought about um, what these subjects uh, focus on, and I, coming you know, on being a woman, coming from you know how I feel and how we feel, and how it seems like there's a the strongest disconnect that I've ever seen between men and women, especially those from the uh, African diaspora be it from America or uh, the actual continent where we and our male counterparts are not able to make solid connections because there's just so many things that cause that causes um, glitches so that true connections are not made uh, and I, I, I did an episode this summer about you know feeling like falling in love and uh with it being cupping season (laughs) i guess it's fully in swing um i don't participate um but i am i am a lover and i love love and if you've ever been in love with someone and it's mutual and in love i do mean in god including the romantic part that really I don't think you can leave out uh, either God or the romance because that's the wholeness of it at any rate um, <laughs> if you've ever been in love with someone you can attest to how pure it feels and how regardless to what emotional mental financial relational whatever state of wholeness that your life is in or lack thereof it tends to make you feel whole to the point where a lot of people tend to believe in the misnomer that oh this person is my soulmate because we're in love and they complete me as opposed to being taking the time to you know remain alone uncoupled that is um and getting hold uh, exploring every part of yourself becoming self-aware 100% self-aware 
including your flaws, your quirks, your tendencies, and so forth. That way you know what you truly bring to the table, not just finances. It's about your thought process, you know, your MO, your modus operandi, how you handle things, how you roll. You know, if you take the time to do that, when you get with someone, it's not about two halves making a whole or becoming whole. It's about two whole becoming one. Uh, And that's how being in love makes you feel. It's it's completely intoxicating. Uh, And the sad thing about what Trevor Noah was just talking about, and that video may have been about two to three weeks old, and and then the article, of course, being um, uh, just released not too long ago, I feel like men have completely, males and men, even men who are my age, us older, they have lost the knowledge, I won't say ability, I'll say the knowledge, and possibly the courage to, they, they lost the art of um, how to be intimate. And for us women, <laughs> they, we have to battle and contend with them wanting us to get naked and expose our bodies well before if ever uh, be subjected to exposing our souls to them Uh, because when you expose your soul to someone you have to know how to handle it you know I liken it to just for the sake of the just for the sake of this uh, particular example knowing how to handle or being equipped rather in handling properly handling uh, a hot pot that's been in the oven several hours, like say a roast or something. You cannot just go in barehanded. You know, if you've ever heard the expression, uh, go in with kid gloves, handle things with kid gloves, as opposed to like a boxer with their professional, you know, gloves. Uh, and, it's, and it's not about sparring per se, but it's about the gentle approach that it absolutely requires when you're handling the soul of another, namely and expressly one who you are romantically or desiring to become romantically involved in. Um, and again, with men losing the art, I feel like, man, wouldn't it be great if somehow they learned how again? Wouldn't it be great if they learned, if they gained the courage to do it again? If they gain the confidence within themselves and went back to believing in just human nature and the tendencies that humans have to want to have companionship because we need companionship. It's not good that man be alone. You know, we we are relational creatures. We literally have organs in our bodies and based on your blood type, you can share Uh, and give the literal gift of life, a second chance at life, should you uh, be deemed a a match uh, in the the event, you know, that someone you know or love uh, is in need of uh, such a vital, uh, if they're in that particular uh, vital circumstance. Man, (laughs) it makes me feel like, you know, where was it? When did they lose the ability? Well, let me go back. 
just as I was getting ready to say, when did they lose the ability to peer into the soul of a woman and romance her? Be concerned about her, the, 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 the trueness of her soul, of her on the inside, her mind, her will, her emotions, as opposed to purely, merely being concerned about the nakedness of her body, forgetting totally about uh, who she really is. Because truly, if and when you take the time to explore our minds, our will, our emotions, who we really are, then that there is a natural progression and desire that comes where we want to share our whole, the whole of ourselves with you which includes our bodies. And furthermore, we see it as incomplete if we can't share our bodies with you. If we bonded in that way, if there've been times where understanding uh, and exploration and patience and gentleness has been applied, we can barely wait to. Now it's not about, you know, not having self-control and just wanting to be just intimate, physically, sexually, intimate right away but I mean intimacy that is true intimacy which uh, excludes sex entirely it will include sex once it's been fully achieved but therein lies the need to add sexual and physical intimacy to that because uh, the two are not the same (laughs) the things that women need how, how when did men forget Was it when our fathers or forefathers, (laughs) grandfathers stopped teaching it? Was it when the love songs uh, ceased to be sang? You know, we we discussed this summer also how, you know, R&B music is dead. Um, The thing about R&B music was that there have been generations literally conceived off of love songs, R&B music, rhythm and blues. You know, songs about heartbreak. Now, before I get into songs about heartbreak, makeups to breakups, struggling to get close to or trying to get close to this person, this new person that's just captured your interest so deeply that you really want to get next to them. You really want to get to know them. And even the biblical sense of knowing, which is that sexual, physical connection to where the pheromones and the attraction and the chemical the chemical attraction is there you can um, it can literally be discovered and acknowledged without one word being spoken but when did men stop caring about how we feel what we think how we carry on our manner of being, our manner of action. The things that we're passionate about. Now, this is certainly not to make one gender uh, one gender guilty and then the other is the hero or heroine in this case, the women. Uh, I actually hate that women against men debate. Uh, We're not enemies we're not opponents we are humans and we require each other literally to even procreate and 
my thing again is I miss that I don't think it's an old fashioned notion I think it's really back to basics so basics that it is so basic that and simplistic that it is missed it is lost the games that people play in relationships has taken over as the rule book like the rule book so to speak have been rewritten so well, now where other cultures are, are are choosing to surrender to the loving draw of the attraction and the things the the interest and the sameness that they discover in the opposite sex and eventually you know they develop into relationships and they develop into marriage which develops into uh parenthood and you know bringing up of people uh, other people that is uh parent parenting that is to say uh we struggle in the folly and 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 this is not a all of us but I just think it's a sad thing when you have to point it out when did the tenderness escape us when was it discarded men or women the things that make you cry how you know what moves you what stimulates you what excites you Asking, peering into, again, exploring. <laughs> when you think about exploring, you know, again, it's that, it's that undressing of the body. But, again, I submit to you that the parallel is tremendous. There's a direct correlation to it. If we take the time to peer into her soul, the body will follow. Now, the intention initial attention intention must be pure and mutual and I have a saying you know about mutuality it, you know it just has to be mutual you can't want something from someone uh, just for the sake of uh, and this of course speaks to that game playing thing conquering another notch on the belt that is when did we become so base debased as a, as a, as a people? That it's just about conquering. Oh, it's easy. It's easy to insert <laughs> body part into other body part, create friction and movement. At least one person achieves some sort of climactic. <laughs> achieve achieve a climax, orgasm, hop up and leave, and leave the other so dissatisfied that all they can relate to is being used um, I don't think there are any children listening so I don't know if I should give it a rated R <laughs> parental guidance is suggested when you're consuming this but I mean who knows who this may come across but um, again it's about taking the time to not again not just undress but become intimate. And I love how Bishop T.D. Jakes puts it. Intimacy. How if you struggle to understand intimacy, pronounce it this way. Into me, see. Take a look. 
this is the adventure of a lifetime because this is how people find the love of their lives. What calms you down? What makes you feel safe? Where do you go when you want to feel safe? What would you like to happen in your environment to make you feel safe? What gives you comfort? What gives you peace? What what strikes your what provokes your passion to move into action? How do you handle this? Who are you when you're angry? What makes you laugh? <laughs> what do you find to be an example of or go-to example? What's your go-to example of a relaxing day, a relaxing moment? What gives you enjoyment? How do you like to detox? And I mean from an emotionally draining day. How do you like to recharge? If you've been in an environment that's the overused word toxic, how do you detox? And when, and because uh, it, the inevitable, uh, the inevitability of being in a toxic environment is that it does drain you. So again, how do you recharge? What helps you to wipe the slate of your memory even clean enough so that you are refreshed mentally and emotionally? And your mind is no longer on those things that were toxic because you can't speak, unfortunately, in the, in the, the nature of it being in, in a toxic environment is that it kind of makes you, well, it doesn't make you toxic, but it has an effect on you. Um, and one has to keep uh, a governor of sorts uh, on their mind while being exposed to or having to navigate through a toxic environment so that it does not taint, their, taint themselves. Uh, because again, there's nothing, I think that there's nothing worse. Uh, there are worse things. Let me not finish that statement. There quite a few things that are um, uh, as bad as a toxic environment, but uh, you know the chaos that's there, the dissension that's there. Uh, I, I my soul is in total disagreement. I, I can't. I don't find peace in environments like that. At any rate, let me not digress. But you know. And when, not, when you talk about, you know, the things that get to the person, the things that moves them, it gives them joy, makes them laugh, brings them peace. How do they detox their thought process about this or that? How they feel about, you know, government policies, you know, how they feel about the social climate, you know, their beliefs about gender roles in families, how, whether or not they want marriage or children. How they feel about animals. How would they treat animals? Did they torture animals when they were young or kill them? How they feel about insects or creatures that are smaller than them exponentially? Um, you know? How, when no one's looking, <laughs> who are they at work? 
their integrity. You know, whether they would uh, return a large sum of money if found. Would they do the right thing? What is the right thing in their mind? Who helped to shape their character, their belief systems, and their thought processes? Their ways, their manner of, you know, operation. Who helped to shape that, that character, those character traits, that true character of who they are? Do they prefer yes men or no men? Do they know how to mutually support another person? Are they selfless? Caring, compassionate? Are they considerate? You know, there there's so many questions. These are the things that I find beautiful. The the, the certain answers to these and these and many other questions. These are the, the things that I particularly find attractive. Uh, as you know, I'm not not some uh, unicorn to where I'm the only person, but. These are the things that I I miss getting to uh, discover and and exploring uh, in relationships. And I wish that um, I wish that uh, people took the freedom that we still have as, you know, men and women and getting back to those things. What's your favorite song? <laughs> What's your favorite genre of music? Can you dance? Are you ashamed to dance? Are you shy? It is the intimacy <laughs> that I miss. I hate the expression fall in love fall or falling in love because I feel like, of course, once it captures you, and you know the beauty and strength of it. You want to fall into it. You want to. But I think that's more indicative of the surrender. The um, the clear surrender. And some people don't surrender. They just, they just they fight. Kick and scream. Deny. Refuse. Reject. Uh-uh. Not me. Love. Mm, sucker for love. Not me. Mm-mm. I don't want no parts of that. Love hurts. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Lust hurts in other words strong desire which is most of the time one-sided you know in a in a pot uh stewed in a pot of duplicity and deceit where it's one way and it is siphoning uh and it's self-focused and it's self-driven and the one who desires only desires that object for the purpose of full consumption, not for the mutual exchange. Oh, they'll participate in the mutual exchange because it's just part of it. They will present themselves as willing participants in the exchange, in the seeming, seeming exchange because, you know, that's what makes it sweet. Uh, the counterfeit part it, that's the duplicity they'll participate uh, in order to get what they want and uh, that's the sad thing of course because you know you you won't know that they're being duplicitous until 
and that, that it's outright thievery disguised as single-eyed focus on you. Uh, but again, the normal part, the, you know, the good side, the other side of it is I, I, I miss that. The genuine, pure, good journey of being in love. And when the article, going back to the article, when it talks about there's a rise in single lonely men and Trevor Noah again talking about how men or men in intimacy, um, I think there's a generation that is in existence now. I know it rather that's in, uh, in existence that they're so robotic and the gratification that they have con- been, been conditioned at to and conditioned themselves to is to get this instant gratification that only a video game can give. You push a button, you get action. The character does exactly what you want, including uh, they can be destroyed if it's not doing what you want based on the combination of maneuvers that you tell it to by the pushing of those buttons. Okay, let me cause this character to crash. Let me let this uh, character get shot up. And, and and then game over and I can just get a whole new man. I can get a whole new, you know, life cycle. This 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 uh, game, uh, this new board, this new level comes with uh, three lives, three life cycles. Going after this pursuit of a particular prize is my gratification. But again, I'm I'm after capturing it, obtaining it, and I'm conditioned to obtain it by pushing a series and a combination of buttons. And if it does not happen that automatically, then I have to find a cheat code <laughs> and use whatever other skills are at my disposal in order to achieve that. And, you know, that's where the lying, the deceit, you know, comes into play, which spoils the whole, the spoils the beauty of it, perverts it. And I think, furthermore, that relationships have been perverted way too much for way too long which is why the why there's a rise in single lonely men because they're literally conditioned by these video games for instance there's no such thing because there's no such thing as instant gratification when you're pursuing the heart of a woman we're not instant you know there may be that uh, one-on-one attraction thing there may be that um what i'm really trying to say is there may be that you know attraction at first sight thing that gets you to causes you to pause, stop in your tracks, take a few deep breaths to control your breathing because you know again this, these chemical and physical reactions begin immediately upon the encounter, and it's completely involuntary and uncontrollable. Often, like oh I can't control myself. Let me. I'm sorry, I lost a few milliseconds. What did you say? <laughs> you know, in the company of your friend, 
your 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 pals, your friend group, your social group, and you see another person. You see the the guy from across the room, the girl from across the room uh, for men, and you zone out. And suddenly, no one else is in the room but you two. And there's an almost overwhelming desire to want to be closer, to get to know more, uh, <laughs> and to connect in every way possible. But again, there's no easy left, right, up, down combo <laughs> uh, that you can push on a joystick, keyboard, uh, control pad to get to the heart and soul of a woman. It, it must be done with patience, with great patience and respect for not just her, but all of who she is, the sum total of who she is, the whole of who she is. Um, I don't know. There are a number of things that have caused men to lose their ability uh, that I, I did say I didn't want to use the ability because the ability is still there. The skill in the how-to, the know-how. They lo- they've lost their, their know-how. Some of them have outright laid it down because they figure, oh, men are, uh, women are too difficult to figure out. Nope, we're not. It's not too difficult. We're not too difficult to figure out. We need you to actually care. <laughs> we need you to actually like women. Don't, hey, don't come over here if you don't. There is a whole community of people that are in existence that are in full acceptance of your lifestyle if you are not attracted to women. If you only want women's clothes and the identity and personhood of a woman, then there's a there's an identity for you. There's a social group, a people group for you. But for men who actually like women... Impulsivity is not how this journey um, is implemented. You leave that elsewhere. <laughs> Follow the chemical reaction. Meaning, if you've met someone and you know, take it slow. If you find them attractive. You have to take it slow. You have to take... Because because we're delicate. No matter how we behave, we are delicate. <laughs> and some men might say, well, you know, what about the art of being a lady? What about the, the skill and all that good old stuff of being a lady? Where did that go? Well, I won't get into, you know, how society has made... It mm, made it so that women have to do things for themselves for whatever reason. And some of our softness, mm, we have to often, mm, we have to often store our softness aside. And I, I use that expression very loosely because I, I, I don't 
that's not a practice that I, I, I practice, but when you're having to fend for yourself, do it for yourself, protect yourself, there is a, oh, I hate to, there is, there is a strength, let me say. There is a strength that must be displayed. And for, and, and, and I won't even, I won't, you know, beat up or uh, leave some sort of connotation that the softness leaves because some women have to if they see it deem it necessary to you know set their softness aside so be it far be it far far be it for me to make another sister another woman fellow you know lady female feel like you know there's something wrong with her if she has to set her softness aside in order to get something accomplished because we deserve everything that we can get for ourselves. And this is not about being a feminist at all. This is just what we have to deal with because, you know, everyone knows their benefits in being a man, physical strength, um, uh, a lack of uh, the presence of intimidation being one of them. Because you're a man, you're strong, you're, you know, you're capable, you're brave, all of those things. And then the things that are related to uh, women, these different traits, you know, oh, we're soft, we're timid, we are fragile. Now, uh, I'll I'll never let go of being fragile. I will never let go of that. Um, And as a matter of fact, the toughness uh, and the fragility goes in hand in hand, I think, because, huh, we are tough in the sense of there's a potency there. If you've ever been loved by a woman, you will understand. And so again, I wouldn't want it to take away from my sisters any particular thing because um, the need was felt to uh, be tough. But again, it does not mean that there's no tenderness there. There's no fragility there. Uh, There's no softness there. We're we're women. Um, Whether we're easy to, whether we easily emote uh, or show sensitivity outright as opposed to under some callous wall, thug face (laughs) we're still women and we reserve the right to do what we need to do for ourselves if it is our current situation but of course um, and and I just never bash another woman but I mean I'm I'm kind of harping on and belaboring the point of you know I wish that Men, <laughs> actually liked us, <laughs> and they were actually interested in us, and they just sit 
they rather sit and manipulate video games by the control pads as opposed to and they'd rather by the way uh, venture off into virtual realities where once they find the cheat code get some sort of satisfaction from you know the virtual world and totally leave out the um, interaction human interaction a great travesty I think that society suffers mankind suffers because you know and yes the world is populated so it's not like uh, there's a you know mankind is, is, is uh, <laughs> becoming extinct because men don't and women don't relate but I mean the love factor the intimacy the being in love the courtship the real solid good romantic relationships as opposed to just that short-lived burst of a pursuit that comes when men are just seeking sexual gratification from a woman it's quick it's it's potent it's heavy it's sharp uh but once that is achieved there's nothingsville (laughs) ghost towns are us um and now this is not about me being perfect because I've certainly discontinued connections <laughs> with a man before uh but it was clear it was clear why I would with them you know there's a a boundary that you know was already established um because uh, let me go. A boundary already established, and a decision, a clear decision, was made to overstep, blatantly overstep that boundary. And in a few cases, I saw no need to explain or remind a person of what they had just done because it was blatant. And I mm, took the liberty of finding the door, <laughs> so to speak, and I left that relationship, that connection, discontinued it. Um, man, I can go on and on and on, but I mean, there's a rise of single lonely men and men have lost the art of intimacy. I won't blame it on video games and how it's made, um, the gratification and porn. It's made it so instantaneous that they've lost how the art on how to deal with a real woman. I don't know. Again, because... Because it's there, just because it's there does not mean that you have to use it. So there's a willingness there too. And maybe it's because they instantly get the gratification. Um, And they've lost the, hmm, I don't know, some cases the desire for, and I mean, do what you want. uh, But just don't do others in, in your pursuit of that gratification because that's not fair. Again, it goes into using um, but again, ah, oh, jeez. What am I going to call this episode, guys? Hmm. Intimacy. I don't know. I have to think about it. <laughs> oh, my take. Thank you, Holy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My take on men and intimacy from a woman's point of view. Yup, I think I'll do it. 
you have been listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Little Miss Nobody Knows podcast. I am a Little Miss Nobody Knows. Um, and I'd like to get a guest or two, you know, to continue talking about these toxic topics. Like, I really would have wanted um, uh, a particular person to participate, but uh, I discovered that this person's character was not as hmm, transparent as it would have been required in order to fully participate in this particular uh, discussion. Uh, so not that I couldn't, not that I could not have gotten in touch with this person, but again, it's that character, and I've always wanted that their character to be more substantial as a per, as opposed to flaky and, and um somewhat into. Some, and I'll say somewhat so that I don't seem like I'm stripping him, you know, totally. Uh, someone I could not depend on. Yeah. Couldn't depend on him. To even be transparent, real. Yeah, this person was a chameleon at any rate. Um, but thank you so much for listening, as I said. I've been Little Miss Nobody Knows. This has been the Little Miss Nobody Knows podcast. Uh, I do love it when we get together. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you guys next time. I hope you listen next time, okay? In the meantime, take care of yourselves, loving yourselves, take care of each other, and love on each other because God loves and he does take care of you. I love you guys, and so does he, okay? Next time, okay? We'll see ya. Bye.